Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome, 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 you guys, to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is one of my favorite days of the week here at the podcast. It's Mailbox Monday. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about freedom in Christ as I answer a listener's question about Harry Potter. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so you guys know I love uh, I love Mailbox Monday. I love hearing from you. If you have a question that you would like answered over at the podcast, please shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. I want to thank all of you who came out to say hello as we were in Nashville visiting and uh, visiting with so many of you after the conference and during the conference. It always encourages us to see parents who want to train their children up in the ways of the Lord. And so we're going to continue to pray for you. If you are interested in what we're doing here at the podcast, we would love it if you would support us. You can do that by just, well, there's a number of ways you can do it. You can send support via email or through the mail, and I will link back to the address of the Homeschool Resource Center, which is kind of where we base out of in Vancouver, Washington. The other way that you can support our family is, I think, one of the best ways that there is, and that is simply to um, journey with us through the Word of God. So we're doing online Bible studies for you every month at MomStrong International. For the month of March, we're talking about five traits of false teachers, and uh, it's a great way for you to get into the Word of God. We're going to talk about mom strong battle strategies. We're talking about how to make your kids kids strong. We're talking about talking to your teens about the Word of God and becoming a biblically literate generation of parents. So you can find out more about that ministry and subscribe to it uh, by just uh, clicking on the subscribe link at momstronginternational.com. All right, today I got a really interesting question. I get this question occasionally. Um, but I thought I'd take a few minutes. I'm gonna. This is going to be a shorter podcast today. Uh, I have pre-recorded it because we're traveling home from Nashville. But uh, I get this question a lot. I thought, you know, this is a good thing to to tackle at Mailbox Monday. So this mom wrote to me and she said, Heidi, what are your thoughts on Harry Potter books and movies? They seem the content seems questionable. Am I overreacting? All right. So I'm actually not going to tell you what we've done with our kids when it comes to the Harry Potter movies, because I want you to listen to the voice of the Lord for your own life. Galatians 5, chapter 1 says, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery. If you guys were listening to me the other day, I was talking about some of the strategies of the enemy. Jesus said that I came that you would have life and have it abundantly. He said he came to set the captives free, but Satan is coming to kill and steal and destroy. He wants to take the free person back into captivity. And one of the ways that he does this is through legalism. It's through us not recognizing that we're free uh, in Christ. And I'm not talking about obvious sin issues, all right? So nobody email me. I'm not talking about the person who's uh, committing adultery or getting drunk every night at dinner. We're not talking about uh, obvious sins. So the Bible has a uh, a lot to say about the nature of freedom and what it means to truly enjoy it. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to look up a couple of of verses uh, today and just read them to you and let you think about what God is saying to you in your life, because every single one of us is different. Our kids are different. Their, Their sensitivities are different. And we need to be listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit in our life. So uh, Paul is telling the believers basically to choose the gospel of Christ over any 
something else. He's saying that um, it was for freedom that God, that God set us free. So our sinful past uh, isn't an option. We know that that leads to death, right? When we don't follow the Lord, but we also don't want to be swayed by so-called religious thinkers, the Pharisees who would pull us into legalism and really are preaching a, a very flawed uh, gospel. So the the trick, I think, to living the victorious Christian life is learning to walk and to live in that tension between truth and grace. And that requires that we are always listening for the Lord. So what, what might be right for me might not be right for you. And so we're talking about issues of freedom. So if I sit down and watch Harry Potter with my husband and my uh, and my older kids, you might be at home going, well, we just can't do that. We don't feel right about that. And that's all right because you're listening for the Lord. And so uh, there, here's an interesting verse that I thought went right along with this question. It's out of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 23 and 24. And then I'm going to skip down to verses 31 to 33. Here's the Apostle Paul again. All things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. In other words, not everything builds us up. He says, let no one seek his own good, but rather that of his neighbor. Whether then you eat or drink in whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense either to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God, just as I also please all men in all things. He said, I became all things to all men, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of the many so that they might be saved. So imagine a living in the early days of, uh, of Christianity. Right. And so you're not you're not sitting where there's a church on every corner. We're not talking about the South where there's a church on every corner or where there's a Bible in every uh, hotel room. We're talking about uh, a time when uh, when you had cultures just uh, colliding with each other and you could see that things were confusing. You've got Jesus who'd been walking among them and he'd been he was counteracting what the Pharisees were saying, which was coming along with a religious spirit. And we talk about freedom in Christ, but freedom is never really as simple as we make it out to be. And the church in Corinth, when Paul was talking to them here in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, he had to come to them on several occasions. We talked about this last uh, last Wednesday and clear some things up. So last Wednesday, we talked about him saying, listen, there are false teachers among you. They're preaching a false gospel. And here he's saying, listen, uh, you guys, you tend to lean to one to one place or the other, but I want to encourage you to stay in the middle of that narrow road. All things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. And even when walking in freedom, uh, the Apostle Paul saying we have a responsibility to build other people up, to obey God, to act selflessly. And so, one of the things that that I've spoken about uh, oftentimes at the MomStrong Conference, we tackle all kinds of uh, issues that are related to to freedom and to legalism. We talk about all kinds of things that are related to uh, what I would consider sticky situations. And I will walk into those sticky situations in order to encourage people who are listening to me to seek the Lord for themselves. So one of the things that we talk about often is the topic of alcohol. Well, uh, the way that I've read uh, God's word, I don't see anything wrong with alcohol, but I do see something wrong with drunkenness, right? The Bible says drunkenness, eh, nope, don't do that. Ain't nobody got time for that, right? We know that that's a sin because we are allowing something to control our bodies other than the Holy Spirit. But there comes a point in which, even though I may not believe that alcohol in and of itself is wrong, if I am at dinner with a group of people who I know struggle with alcohol, or if I'm to dinner with someone who I know has struggled with alcoholism in their past, I am going to abstain. Why? 
I would abstain because I desire for my brother or sister to be built up by my actions and not torn down and not uh, and not treated um, even accidentally by me with contempt. In other words, I don't want to I don't want to cause that person to stumble. And so the first thing when you're talking about things like Harry Potter, which again falls into the category because I know some really amazing Christians who are like didn't didn't bother us. We were able to talk to our kids about it, and they know uh, good from evil. When I was growing up, it was a uh, Star Wars, right? And that was the big deal. Like we didn't, you know, a lot of people said we couldn't watch Star Wars. And so these are things that are going to come up in the culture. And as Christians, we need to be able to hear what God is saying to us and to say, Lord, show us what you want us to do for this season, for this time in our life. Because uh, we we read all throughout God's, uh, God's word that he came to set the captives free. He first delivered the Israelites, right? God was never far from his people. And he always works uh, through his word and through his timing. He will speak to us from through his word. He will speak to us through other people. And we want to be uh, sensitive to God's spirit. So sensitive to his leading and sensitive to his spirit and sensitive to our children's sensitivities. So if you have a child who is struggling to understand uh, things that are really demonic in nature, or you have a child who's frightened easily, that'd be a really good reason to not uh, to not watch something on television that's going to frighten or scare them. Uh, and to really ask the Lord, Father, how can I be an encouragement to my to my, to my my child? And we want to be able to do that, to walk in freedom, but also to walk in the spirit. This is, the, this is that, uh, that dance that I'm always talking about, that dance of truth and grace and walking with the Lord in such a way that it builds the people up around you, starting with with your children. In John chapter eight, verses 31 to 36, we read, so Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, this is Jesus, if you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. They answered him, well, we are Abraham's descendants and we've never yet been enslaved to anyone. So how is it that you say we'll become free? And Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son does remain forever. So if the son makes you free, you'll be free indeed. And Jesus is challenging them. He's saying, can you, can you imagine living in slavery uh, and not knowing it? And as we see in these Bible verses about freedom, it's possible to live in slavery to our sins and be completely unaware of it. And when our lives are consumed, so this is this is when it kind of goes away from, you know, we want to say, well, I don't smoke and I don't chew and I don't go with boys who do, right? But when we are consumed by sinful habits, we're no longer walking in freedom. And the only way to experience true freedom, according to the Bible, is through the shed blood of Jesus. It's to trust in Christ, to trust in him and say, Father, I'm going to allow you to be the Lord of my life. Because we recognize that the only one who can save us from our sin and from ourselves, really, is Christ. And so we want to walk in that freedom. And at the same time, we want to walk in a way that brings honor and glory to God. Uh, I spoke uh, last week on Friday with my friend, Katie Bennett. We were talking about how we tend to find our security in things. And I think it's easy for us to find as Christians, we can also find our identity either in the legalistic life that we live or in the freedom that we find in Christ. And I would contend that both of those things taken to their extremes are not pleasing to God. And so we want to walk in such a way that we are dependent on him for every moment, for every situation of our lives, so that we turn around, we pass that freedom on to our children, and we watch our children walking in freedom as they also walk in uh, in right relationship with the Lord. 
So if you guys have questions that you'd like me to answer, shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. We're going to come back on Wednesday and I'm going to tackle uh, week two from the MomStrong International Bible Study. False. Uh, we are talking about the five traits of false teachers. Week two talks about um, basically that a teacher who is a false teacher willfully chooses to walk away from the Lord. You want to know how they do it? Come back on Wednesday and we'll talk about it. In the meantime, I hope you guys are having a great week. I hope that you will get into the Bible with your children. Check out the, the scripture writing challenge over at MomStrong International. There are printables for you to download so your kids can write the scriptures right along with you. There is power, women, in the word of God. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.